Welcome back, Michigan fans, to another episode of the Michigan Rundown, presented by Jake Singer. In today's episode, we'll explore the stressful and emphatic victory of the Lady Wolverines as the Michigan softball team takes down JMU. We will also look at Zach Zinter, a new four-star offensive lineman who just recently committed to the University of Michigan. And finally, there are reports coming out that Juwan Howard, the Miami, assi- the Miami Heat assistant coach, could be aligned to be the next Michigan head basketball coach. Let's go. What a day today for Michigan softball. Michigan was competing against JMU in the NCAA softball tournament today, and boy, was it a stressful game. After the first six innings, both teams had just given up two hits each, and no runs had been scored. Personally, I love a defensive battle. As a varsity pitcher myself, I love watching two strong pitchers duel it out in the postseason. I'll take you to the bottom of the seventh inning. Michigan's Rodriguez steals second base with one out to put the Lady Wolverines in scoring position. Tied game 0-0. Next batter is walked. So we have first and second one out. Natalie Peters at the plate. At this point, the Wolverines were 1-for-6 with runners in scoring position. Peters sadly makes that 1-for-7 as she pops out to left field. Lexi Blair, the freshman, comes to the plate to win the game for the Wolverines. And she strikes out. So we go to extra innings. Whew, very stressful game. I watched all 12 innings of this game. And boy, was this game back and forth, back and forth. Fast forward to the bottom of the ninth inning. Hannah Carson hits a leadoff double to start the inning for the Wolverines. The next batter puts the bunt down and leads Carson to third base. After a pop-out, the leader of the team, one of the five seniors, Faith Canfield, steps up to the plate. Sadly, Canfield couldn't get the job done and end the game, so we go to the 10th inning. Bottom of the 10th, Peters gets walked to start the inning for the Wolverines and then steals second and third base on one throw due to a throwing error. Our next batter gets walked. So first and third, two outs, bottom of the 10th inning. Will this be the time where we pull out the win? We put on the first and third steal and we're successful in getting our runners to second and third. But... Yet again, we strand two more runners in scoring position. So then we must fast forward to the bottom of the 12th inning. Peters pulls off a double to start the inning off for the Wolverines. After Lexi Blair struck out swinging and Alex Sobzak flied out to center, will Madison Uden finally end this game? She does. She delivered the winning hit to end the 12-inning marathon with a 1-0 victory over the JMU Dukes. Michigan's Megan Bobian 
how James Madison to five hits while striking out 12 batters and walking only two in 12 innings. I wish I could have these kind of stats in my games. JMU's Megan Good only gave up seven hits while striking out eight and walking six over 11 and two-thirds innings. Again, amazing stats. Most of the time, when you only give up one run in a game, you win that game. Just luckily for Michigan, we had superb defensive play today, and no runs had been scored. This was a spectacular win in fashion and a great shutout. Now, as much as I'd love to talk about softball for the entire episode, there were some more wins for the Wolverines today. Zach Zinter, a four-star offensive tackle, has just committed to the Michigan Wolverines. He is six foot six, three hundred pounds from North Andover, Massachusetts. He is a seventh player to commit to Michigan's twenty twenty class. Just so you know how big of a player he was and how big his name was, he turned down offers from Notre Dame, Ohio State, Michigan State, and Penn State. All teams which I hate, and I'm so happy he chose us over them. Now, Zinter ranks number two overall prospect in Massachusetts and is the number 29 offensive tackle in the nation for the 2020 class. Personally, I love this decision, just building up our offensive line so we have so many players who are ready to go in and play. We have a lot of seniors this year, a lot of older players. So after this year, we're going to have to have a lot of freshmen and sophomores come in and have to play Michigan football. So hopefully this guy is coming in and we'll be prepared to protect our quarterbacks such as Shea Patterson, Dylan McCaffrey, our new commit JJ McCarthy, and... Uh, McNamara, and all these new guys who are coming in and are hoping to stand behind this big offensive line crew at Michigan. So personally, I'm very, I'm always excited about a new commit, and especially an offensive lineman. You can't appreciate offensive linemen enough for what they do in football, and hopefully this guy can turn out to be a great player for the Wolverines. Now, I know I've been talking a lot about the new prospects of being the new head Michigan basketball coach, but today... News aroused that Juwan Howard, who is the assistant coach for the Miami Heat, um, is meeting with the Michigan Athletic Director on Tuesday about the new coaching vacancy. Now, Juwan Howard is 46 years old at the moment, and he played at Michigan from 1991 to 1994. If you didn't know this, he was a part of the Fab Five alongside Chris Weber, Jimmy King, Ray Jackson, and of course Jalen Rose, which led the Wolverines to back-to-back national title games. He then went on to a successful 19-year career in the NBA and won two titles in 2013 and 2012 with the Heat before he became an assistant coach with Miami in 2014. Now, you might be thinking that Howard never coached college basketball, so what makes him the right guy to come in and coach the Wolverines? Well, Although he did not coach college basketball, he was the head coach of Miami's 2016 Summer League teams in Orlando and Las Vegas, and had spent time helping develop Heat big men Hassan Whiteside and Bam Aziabo. Now, especially Hassan Whiteside has become the franchise player for the Miami Heat, 
and has definitely grown as a player since when he was in college. So this just shows that Juwan Howard has the potential to take in these young guys who are not fully developed yet and really work with them to make them the best basketball players they can. Coming from the NBA and coming back down to college comes with a lot of experience. And although it's very different because in college you're working with a lot of recruiting and a lot of unknown guys who you have to really work with and help them become exceptional players, whereas in the NBA, these guys are coming in with the mindset that they already are the best basketball players in the world, and this is what they're on the biggest stage to play that. So college will be definitely different if he does come to the Wolverines, but I feel like this could be a great option for Michigan, um, considering that when he himself came into Michigan, he was a top recruit and went through that whole process. So being an, a player himself and going through the Michigan system, he can ha- he has a lot of insight to bring to him, especially when he came at such a prosperous time in Michigan basketball history. Not to mention, he also reportedly interviewed for coaching vacancies with the NBA's Cleveland Cavaliers, Los Angeles Lakers, and Timberwolves this past spring. Now, as we know, John Beeline is on the Cavaliers. The Los Angeles Lakers have their guys, and the Timberwolves are kind of out of it. So Michigan is the front runner right now for Jawan Howard if he decides to want to take on the Michigan head coach position, and if Michigan also feels that he's the right guy for this. He also just got a lot of praise from his past teammates, such as Jalen Rose, who spoke very highly of Juwan Howard and saying he's earning his chops under a championship coach like Eric Spolstra, an organization like the Miami Heat, and the tutelage and validity of Pat Riley, Rose said. This is just a legit thing of somebody that happens to be in the pipeline and Michigan has had has a head coach vacancy. He would be the perfect person to help embody what it took to the culturally relevant because he helped poise the culture, said Michigan's legend Jalen Rose. Now, I know I spoke about Chris Beard being the next head coach, but now for some time, I could definitely see Howard as our guy. He's worked with guys like LeBron, Dwayne Wade, and Chris Bosh in Miami. He was mentored by a spectacular coach in Eric Spolstra, and he's a household name for Michigan. If we're going to bring someone in who will make this program his and make it feel like home, then Howard is a no-brainer. As previously mentioned, Howard is set to meet with Michigan's athletic director on Tuesday. He's not hired yet, but look for something soon. What this tells me is Michigan is ready to get past this phase and hopes to get some more top recruits. So, sticking with the basketball content, this past week was the NBA Draft Combine. Now, the NBA Draft Combine is a place where um, future NBA stars and players who are looking to increase their draft stock in the NBA go and perform a series of drills, play some games, just do a lot of different stuff to increase their chances at getting drafted in the NBA. And some key names came out, which actually had to do with Michigan players. So, um, a According to Detroit News, there were five players whose stock definitely went up in the NBA Draft Combine. And one of these players, surprisingly enough, was Charles Matthews. They said his offense could develop, but a lot of analysts uh, analysts agreed that Matthews was impressive as anyone defensively in Chicago. He really proved his defensive strong side, which he definitely showed at Michigan itself. 
and he was very comfortable in his hometown. As we know, Matthews is from Chicago. Um, he said he was very good with the press, answered a lot of questions relating to Coach Beeline's departure from Michigan, and then let his defense do a lot of the talking on the court. I'm very happy for Charles Matthews. He was one of the only players on our team last season who could really create a shot for himself. He didn't need the pass from Xavier Simpson to uh, score points, and I know he had his injury, but when he was on that court, he made himself known. And although he didn't always have the ball, he was always being heavily guarded because whenever he did get that ball, he could do something with it. So good for Charles Matthews. I really hope that he could increase his draft stock and get drafted pretty high in the NBA and eventually make it to the big stage and play on a regular basis, like a lot of Michigan players have proven they have done. Now, that being said, sadly, there were some players whose draft stock had been falling, and sadly, Jordan Poole was one of these players. They said that the shooting drill numbers were good, but that was to be expected. What Poole needed to do was go out and show his game translated to the NBA by playing against other prospects in the scrimmages. The unwillingness could be a mistake like many believe in like many believe him leaving Michigan was too. So supposedly Jordan Poole had refused to play in a lot of the scrimmages in the NBA draft combine and there were some pros and cons to that. Some pros to that are you know what he's done in college and you've seen him on the big stage, so why would he need to go out now and perform like he is? Now he I don't know if he has been working all offseason like a lot of these players have been or if he's kind of been slacking a little bit and therefore he doesn't feel like he's prepared enough to play in these scrimmages but it's very interesting to me because I felt like Jordan Poole was that guy who is very cocky and very very out there and probably would take a competition against anybody so the fact that he is not playing in the scrimmage really surprises me and I don't blame NFL uh, NBA coaches to question this and wonder to themselves that his unwillingness to play might just be now translating into everything he does. First of all, leaving Michigan unexpectedly and now not wanting to play in the scrimmages to increase his chances at getting drafted. So we'll really have to see how this plays out for him uh, going into the NBA draft and seeing if he could land a spot on a team. Now, that being said, he doesn't have to get drafted to go to an NBA G League team. But for a guy like Jordan Poole and leaving school early and everything, I think his best case scenario is getting drafted and at least earning some more money that way and becoming a big part and a key role of any NBA team he gets selected to. Very little news on Iggy Brasdakis at the moment. I know he spoke uh, to the extent of John Beeline and his decision at leaving Michigan, but when more reports come out, uh, I will definitely keep everybody posted. That being said, look for Charles Matthews to get drafted, hopefully in the first round, and if not, definitely the second round. And we can still hope for the best for Jordan Poole and that coaches will look and executives will look over what is he what is he had done in the combine and still take a chance on him to be a player who makes big shots and big moments, not afraid to put that ball in the hoop, not afraid to drive into the basket and just be an all around player for whatever team he gets drafted to. That's all I have for you guys today. Again, any questions you have about anything Michigan sport-wise, anything you want me to speak about on the show, any new segments you want me to do, please feel free to contact me at umich.rundown on Instagram 
or find me on Twitter at the Michigan Rundown. I love doing this. I love answering your questions. I will definitely answer your direct messages. So please feel free and don't be hesitant to hit me up and ask me anything you want to know about Michigan. I'm always willing to talk about Michigan in any circumstance. So uh, with that being said, thank you guys for listening to today's episode. And I'll be back very soon. Uh, hopefully right after the new coach is announced. Maybe Juwan Howard, maybe not. And just stay updated and stay tuned to what's to come with Michigan News. Thank you. My name is Jake Singer, and I'm out.